You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Invasion of Privacy podcast. I'm Kate Wall. And I'm Joe Santagato. And today we have a special guest. We do. He's currently my roommate and one of my best friends. Jay Wells Lequier. Yeah! <laughs> and actually, Jay and I have a sketch show about once or twice a month with two other of our friends called Farts and Assholes. True. <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah. Who came up with that name? I want to know. Me. Kate Wolf did. Was it like the first one? You're like, ah, oh, farts and what? assholes. There's no better yep. name than Farts and Assholes. And I mean, um, the next show. There's options. like a second or third one. <laughs> the Several next more English show, words. Everybody, the next show is in New York City, uh, August 15th at 7.30, New York Comedy Club. If you want to check out Farts and Assholes. Good plug. Good plug. You 17? should do that. 17th, you said? 15th. 15th. August 15th. At 7 o'clock. I actually think this is going to be coming out after the show, so whatever. But <laughs> anyway. Um, so first of all, do you have a tweet you want to read? Any good tweets? You know, Joe, what I, you know what I did? Do you know what I did? I made, I actually made a video reading some, some interesting ones that I had because I, I like went through and uh, found a bunch of them. But nah. you can't remember any of them but, right now. You know, I did, I did yesterday tweet this shit because some girl tweeted this on my timeline, right? Okay, let's hear she, it. I mean, it's not at me, but she just tweeted it. She wrote, uh, "My son's going to have a big dick because all the guys in my family do." Hashtag proud future mom. What? And I was like, "How do um, you know that?" Wow. Uh. And she had no problem with it. She's like, "Oh, I just asked around." <laughs> like, how do you? That's how amazing. You know, <laughs> like, if my sister ever asked me, "Hey, do you have a big dick?" I'd be like, "Hey, you ever fucking ask me that again? I'm gonna blast <laughs> you in the face yeah. <laughs> with my semen um, <laughs> from a big dick." <laughs> <laughs> So From my big old, big old. Sorry. Today we're gonna talk. <laughs> today we're gonna talk to Jay uh, about Jay. Actually, just moved to New York City almost two years ago. It's coming up to two years. I yeah. guess it's more like one and a half, two years. One and a half, yeah. Um, oh, from boy. Toronto mm-hmm. to New York Love City. That can city. I say something real yes. quick? Yes, you can. Because you got that smile uh, on your face, and I know yes. it's gonna be good. No, because Toronto, right? Yeah. Never been there. Mm. But I every single really really attractive girl that i see is from fucking toronto yes it's that's what fucking, i'm going to talk about in this podcast it's today absurd. it's, it's insane. really absurd insane. is that true yes Jay? the Dude, percentage I, is insane like i love new york city and there's a lot of beautiful women clearly there's more because of the sheer numbers right but concentration if you want to go on percentage wise toronto and montreal if you ever been to montreal yeah, in I canada no, no but dude this one I'm insane like, I swear to God, what if I go to? Oh my God! Just walk in the I'm street, gonna go to everywhere. Toronto and just. Could you put? Ice, go to a Blue Jays game. Dick, go to a dude. Blue Jays game. Calm I'll take down. you. We'll just sit there and you just watch. And I swear to God, I'm every my female okay. is stunning. Let, Let me, me say something. Let huh? me say something about Jay. Yeah, girl. Jay and I will be walking down the street. I, I say that he has um, Tourette's, catcalling Tourette's, or whatever. What yeah. do I say? Catcalling Tourette's? Yeah. So I'll be walking with him, and a girl will pass, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, girl, she got yeah, that. Yeah, she got that. She got that. She got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got that booty. She got that She got that gap, gap, <laughs> gap. You know, they got the gaps. Oh, man. And I'm like, exciting. dude, get your life together. And I don't want to, I'm sorry. If, uh, I don't want to, you know, uh, 
Uh, oh, now uh, we're going to uh, get <laughs> PC to all the lovely ladies who are maybe going to no, consider it's, fucking me. I don't want to be a me. dick. It's yeah. just, that's in my own head. And Kate's there and she's a good friend of mine. I wouldn't just say that anywhere. But sometimes there's beautiful women and I can't help but notice it. It's just, you know, we're visual creatures. I, I am a fucking visual creature. Visual. And there's a lot of visual creatures. There's a lot to love. In Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I'm going there as soon as possible. Kate, I'm going to hit you in the face. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, come up. <laughs> I'll get you on like comedy shows and shit if you want, or all kinds of shit, whatever. I mean, I just want to go there and do nothing and just look at Okay. Women. That's it. Copy. Okay. Give me. A, you could give me a telescope if you want. All right, to all right. We get it. That, yeah. You guys are going to go to need Toronto. It. You don't need it. They'll be everywhere. Okay. So anyway, what we're going to talk to Jay about is Jay. Um, he was he. How long did you live in Toronto for? Ten, eight, seven, nine, nine years. Okay. And <laughs> Jay, so weird. for a long time, was slaying lots of puss and drink. Like, he would get drunk every night and have sex with almost a different girl. I don't know if it was every night, but... No, not every night. That'd be insane. That's, but uh, he, that's a bit much. He did yeah. a lot. He did a lot. And, um, and then recently, when he moved to New York, there's been a transition where he stopped doing that. But we'll first, we will first talk about the time in Toronto. Like, what was going on? What, what was your job? What were you doing? No, I, I had all kinds of... Uh, I, it just started even way in, like, high school, just wanting to get fucked up all the time. And I guess, like, why I wanted to come on uh, was just that I'm going through this crazy transition right now where uh, I'm, like, 29. I'm not saying I'm, like, crazy old, but I have this feeling that I'm, like, in my 50s right now because I, like, <laughs> have this, like, back-in-my-day type attitude where I always think of like oh back in Toronto everything was amazing because like I partied all the time and we're just getting blackout drunk like all the time and it was a I didn't see a problem with it at the time and then all of a sudden I feel it now like you know what I mean I don't know what it is everyone's got their own separate uh timeline of when it becomes too much or whatever but mine happened like probably a couple years ago at like 27 where it just was like I start really feeling hangovers and like really feeling even everything I put in my body, like food, and then like just kind of having a bit of a guilt for all of the, uh, you know, the partying and then the trying to slay a bunch of girls type type <laughs> shit. Because uh, it was literally my mo for years, like for like twelve or thirteen years of my life. Like every guy, I don't know, not every guy, I can't say that, but like, you know, my over even comedy and writing and all the stuff that I want to do. It was literally how can I get as fucked up as humanly possible and how can I try to get laid every single night? And that was like. I, thought, I just thought that was life. When I, I first, that, yeah. everything the first life was week, about. <laughs> the first week I met Jay, we were working at a production company together, and they all, him, uh, Aton, and Tim, our close friends, they all went out to get drunk. And the next day, Jay was there. He was so hungover. Like he, Jay doesn't know when to stop. Once he starts drinking, it's like <coughs> you just go until mm-hmm. you're puking. You lost. You at literally Dwayne's that night. You, the yeah, first. Oh yeah. You I lost think, your fuck. wallet. You like puked everywhere. Like. It was so terrible. I had just met them and they were like all telling me, like, yeah, yeah like, Jay lost his wallet. And I was like, dude. Like my fifth day in the city. And I like, I threw my wallet, my phone, my pants, everything. Cause I puked all over my pants. And my, my logic was, all right, well, these pants are fucked. I just took them off and threw them down this garbage chute in a building that was like 50 stories. And it was, <laughs> they went down to the garbage chute. And I was like, oh, I just moved here. And I just got this phone and my like credit card and all this cash. Everything was all in this wallet pretty much my whole life because I only moved here with like uh, a backpack and a suitcase and like so your wallets that's pretty high up on the list of like (laughs) of important stuff when you have so little uh so I had to go downstairs and actually like with the janitor root through the garbage uh and it was a wall like a room full of garbage and I'm just like trudging through it it's like I'm so sorry he's like man whatever it's you know 
because <laughs> I was throwing up everywhere too in the garbage room. I was just like puking all over the place, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, "Man, it's a it's a fucking garbage room. You can puke wherever you want." <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, "Sorry for puking on your sofa," but it was just some garbage room. And then I found it luckily, and I got in my I had to throw my wallet out because it smelled like puke. But point is, it just got, we got a little too far, and I was like, "I'm gonna stop uh, doing stuff like this because I'm I think I'm slowly killing myself." Huh. But like, what made you you started <laughs> drinking a shitload when you were in high school? What do you think was making you? want to drink so much because he he would he would tell me that he would drink and like you would destroy property and shit like you'd go a little i was crazy. a crazy ass kid i just did a bunch of weird stupid stupid shit i mean I don't, like, I don't think that's like too like out of the ordinary like because you, when mm-hmm. you're in high school and you're getting drunk and shit you're like all right this is cool but yeah i'm gonna be cooler and just fucking flip a car or some yeah, stupid yeah, shit yeah. you know what i'm saying like you're just yeah. always gonna be doing stupid shit true i remember my my ex chad in high school he uh here we go <laughs> he, he got drunk and he just like walked past a mailbox and just fucking like we like punched it dead and i was just i remember being so upset like a, a little kid and his father just put that up probably <laughs> yeah. and you're an animal yeah i do shit like that all the time when i'm drunk fuck yeah just like still yeah like no i mean i mean i haven't gotten that drunk in a while like but uh yeah i mean i don't know when i'm drunk and i just walk in the streets there's just shit for you to do that you don't realize you just walk like on cars you, you like guys are destroying just stomp, stomp property i'm not like punching babies but i'll yeah, like kate oh that's <laughs> nice to hear okay great i'm glad to hear you're not no but like when you walk down the street when you're walking down the street and you're sober you're like yeah i'm just walking down the street but when you're drunk it's like the world's your playground yeah it's like all right well i could do so much things right now yeah yeah when i'm drunk here are my stages of drinking two to three feeling good dancing to Britney Spears or Rihanna. Uh. Four to five, hysterically crying about uh. every possible issue in the world. Yep. Like I can starving see that. babies. I yep. can see that. For yeah. Sure. Well, there's a thing. I don't, but I don't destroy property and y'all two, you know not what? cool. That's the difference right there between boys and girls, I think. Because exactly. girls, even without drinking, I find that um, when a girl's really like pissed off about something, it kind of turns to sadness or and then a guy's like frustration with something kind of turns to anger for some reason like yeah. we have this like bro out mentality where we're just like oh well i can't show like unless you get really really fucking black out then you're just crying your eyes out <laughs> like i've done that <laughs> i've done that a bunch of times but uh <laughs> but then there's a stage pre cry your eyes out that you're just like look at that fucking car and it's looking at me funny like some fucking some like, loser you just like, want to step on it when i when i do stupid shit it's it's more so like a funny thing to me like i'll be laughing like i won't be angry like oh but there are funny like, things look i saw jay drunk one time and it was right after christmas and he like picked up a mini christmas tree and was just swinging it around that was hysterical because he wasn't hurting anything he was just picking up a mini christmas tree like wanna, that to me is hilarious do you want to hear some something hilarious that like reminded me of that yes me and my friends played <laughs> this game one time when we were drunk we were like hey let's i i actually I heard about it and then I introduced it to my friends. I'm like, it's first of all, it's called lawn shopping. I'm not sure if you guys know what that means. But lawn shopping? Lawn yeah, shopping. where you pick oh, up yeah. things from someone's lawn and Garden then put gnomes? it to another. Right. No, no, no. But this is what you do. You go to people's <laughs> yards, right? You get, I think we gave everyone uh, 20 minutes or 10 minutes or something like that. And you break up. <laughs> when you come back, you have a bunch of shit and whoever has the nicest shit wins. Nice. But the thing is, you don't think it through. So when you have the nicest <laughs> shit and you win... 
there's still a bunch of so shit lawn, right here that's that you amazing. don't know what to do. By lawn shopping. It's like a without no, no. all the shitty rules. That's okay. It's like a sweet scavenger <laughs> yeah, hunt without like, exactly. you have to get Guys, something blue. it's Fuck not off. a scavenger yeah. hunt. I won because I had a baby no. seat. <laughs> it's not. I found a baby seat. That's someone's so. car. You two, listen. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys are it was evil. on the street. <laughs> it's not a scavenger hunt. It's not lawn shopping. That's called theft. <laughs> well... Great word, Kate. Well, long testing. Awesome. Yeah. What is thefting. wrong with the two See, of you? See, I came you. into this podcast going like, <laughs> I thought I was going to, I'm having way more fun because I was just like, oh, I regret all these things I did because I'm like, I am kind of older now and I'm like, oh, there's things and I just, it's been weighing on me for some reason. But I remember how fun they were at the time and it was like, you know, it was of the time and now I'm like almost 30 and I'm not going to go yeah, stomping think, cars anymore. But I don't like, think you should regret the past ever. You yeah. know, it, it forms you, but like, I would definitely be alarmed. Jay and I live together. If you were like, hey, it's 10 at night, going to go, uh, steal that thing from across the street i'd be like <laughs> well now i just physically uh, yeah i just physically can't drink as much as i used to like there was a time where i would drink like a 26er of i don't know what you guys call it, that's a canadian term or whatever but like a whole bottle of whiskey and then go to the bar and rack up like the biggest tab like 200 plus dollars just fucking getting out of hand drunk and then not no just not see anymore and wake up like <laughs> the next day. I have no idea what happened. But now I even have like three or four drinks and I'm just like, oh God, I'm going to feel that in the morning. And I have these like terrible all day hangovers when I really only have like, I don't know, maybe eight or nine drinks or something. It's fucking sad. I feel like I feel old. You know okay. what I mean? Like I'm starting to feel my own fucking mortality. I, I get and... that. But Jay, I feel like <laughs> from from all the talks we have, I feel like the reason why you stopped drinking isn't just because you were feeling it. True. But because you were starting to go through a thing where it wasn't making you happy. Like all the girls you were having sex with. Jay's had sex with more than like 60 girls. And like. Which isn't insane. It's not like the craziest thing. Okay. No, but I mean, that's not like. You've definitely seen a yeah. lot of different vaginas and probably, you know, <laughs> different labia a lot types. Of, <laughs> yeah. You love that word. Labia. Yeah. yeah. And it was labia. lovely. It was a great, yeah. beautiful experience. It was lovely. Lots of labias. But what I'm saying is we talk all the time. Now, because yeah. Joe's here, you're like, yeah, No, no, man. no. I'm, I'm, I'm up for no, this, look, too. I'm no, not I just mean, trying to hide it I all. I mean, I'm bringing that. I'm, I'm fucking provoking that side of this fucking story. Yeah, this young buck but, here. He's only 22. <laughs> he's talking about fucking he's still having this kind buck. of fun. I no. want to go out and get fucking wasted right now. No. <laughs> God damn it. No, yeah. but like, I'm I, like, that's not where I saw this go. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? Like, uh, That's funny. But you know what's crazy? Like, uh, I'm only 22, but I feel like I've passed that. Not passed it, because I'm still like in that stage where you're like oh it's just blah mm-hmm. like all my your physical age is 22 but your emotional age yeah, is so way old. higher i feel like you're way further than me when i when i was tw- back in my day uh, <laughs> when i was 22 i feel like i was like still maybe 16 mentally i just moved from a really small town up to toronto mm-hmm. and finally got let out of the cage like my parents were really strict right. and like overbearing so finally when it when i was like 19 and i moved out of the house it was just like fucking beast mode like no i think that's part of the reason why you went crazy because of how strict your parents were yeah my parents weren't like strict at all like when i was in fourth grade like i was allowed to just go out and go wherever i I wanted to but i had to be home at 6 30 to have dinner and then i had to be home at 11 o'clock definitely not 11 o'clock not 11 o'clock not 11 o'clock in fourth grade i had to be home by 11 o'clock in like middle school but like when i was super younger i had to be home by 8 30 i remember that yeah but um yeah, my parents just, they like, you know, just go. I didn't have a phone or anything. Dude, in like 12th like, grade, go. in 12th grade, I had to be home at like 11. Like they were, it was insane. Like it was like church every Sunday. I used to be an altar boy. I was like really yeah, strict see, parents. I mean, that's Where are you why. going? What are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? They'd call every house. Like if I said I was at my buddy Trevor's house, they'd call that house just to be like, are you there? Like they just didn't. Well, and for good reason, because I was a little right, fucking right. 
psycho. Like I like <laughs> started smoking weed and cigarettes at like 12 and like drinking at like 13 and like just, they, they always had this little inkling of like, what's this fucking, what's this little ginger psychopath up to? Uh, and I mean, and I just had to spend my entire teenage life hiding everything from them. It was like a, a super villain where like, I'd say superhero with like the secret identity, but it clearly wasn't for any like good of the world. It was like, uh, yeah, just hiding that. It was like two separate lives. So yeah. like, I, cause they were so strict at home. He's like, you gotta go do your homework and go to bed at like nine o'clock and like the sun's still fucking out. And I was like, here every, here kids in the next yard, like swimming in a pool still. And they're like younger than me. And I just had to like sit there and go to sleep like fucking Rod and Todd Flanders. Yeah. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. I'm so sick. So every time I could and I was gone, I was like, all right, what are we doing tonight? Let's get fucking out of hand. Do some stupid shit that winds up in a hospital or a police station or fucking some girl's bed. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Cause I just like. I, I really believe that too. Like with parents who like really put a lot of restrictions on their kids, like they're only setting them up for not disaster, but for like, I mean, you do have to give them some slack because like you have to make them make their own choices or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, my parents, they were great parents, but they also like were like, you know, you're kind of going to make your own decisions. So it's like, I went out. I was allowed to. I knew kids that were my age that weren't allowed to like cross the street and shit when I was mm-hmm. like walking around the neighborhood and shit. Yeah. But my parents, like, really trusted me, and they, like, really instilled a lot of good, you know, things morally in my fucking brain when I was younger, I guess, that mm-hmm. they just trusted me enough. But I know a lot of people who whose parents would put a lot of restrictions on them, so, like, when they, like, went to college or, like, wherever, they just, you know, just went Wild fucking out. crazy. I know a girl, out. yeah. She, a lot her of parents, girls in college. Yeah, yeah. Girls. And that's where I raked in. That's where I was like, oh, yeah, exactly. daddy doesn't understand. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I I'm going to give best. my daughter so much freedom so that when she goes to college, it doesn't turn into a fucking blowfish. Or just have good chats, man. Have chats with them. My like, dad and I, I never got were a sex so chat. open. I never got a fucking, like, I had no idea. Like, my, because it was like, why would you have to get a sex chat? You'll have sex with the woman you marry. And on your wedding day, you'll get a sex chat because you <laughs> clearly have waited until you're married. Like, I, there's no other thought in their head. They're like, you're not, like, I, I just, the thought of like, uh, pre- I remember the one time my mom caught, like there was a girl coming out of my room in just a t-shirt and my mom's face just like, cause we forgot to set an alarm or some shit. We got too drunk and like, didn't set an alarm. How All of a sudden, uh, I was like, I don't know. I think I was even like 20 or something. I wasn't even like in high school still. I like came home to visit yeah. and this girl was like 18 and I was like 20, but I was in their house, their rules type thing where yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. cause I even had a girlfriend for like three years or like two and a half years and she'd come visit and it was like, you can't sleep in the same room. Like I'm like, mom, I'm dating this girl for like a year and a half, two years. My like, parents are the same way though. Like, yeah. It's shit like that might that. be a religious I, thing I think, I, or like, yeah, I don't unless know. you're married. Like, my, you know, know what it is? My parents, they, they don't like, they'll, they'll be cool with me, but they won't. Like, they're like, I don't know what her parents like. Like, I don't know if yeah. they know what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know if her parents will be okay with you guys staying in the same bed. So it's like, if she wants to stay over, she can go downstairs and you sleep on the couch. I was all, like, right. all right. Maybe that's uh-huh. a parent thing. And I yeah. don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? I just always took it as like, the, I'm an adult mom. Like, I never really stopped to understand what it would be like to be a parent because I've never had kids or anything. But like, that was just a really awkward, terrifying moment. And like. That was just like my mom's face just went totally white and was just like I had to have a huge chat after that one. But not even like a about sex and about like safe sex. It was just sort of like I think she just blocked it out of her head like there's no way they were having sex in there. There's no way. Uh, I'll just discipline them about it. And I love my parents. I'm not like trying to just shit on them. Like we yeah. have we just went up to the cottage with them recently and had fucking lovely chats because I'm like almost 30 now. So like I'm not going to, you know, yeah. always be afraid of my parents. This is yeah. clearly when I was like this is like 10 years ago. But, my um, uh, my dad was like, "Come to me when you decide to have sex, and I'll get you birth control and condoms." And wow. I did. I went. <laughs> and that's well. with a daughter. 
And I yeah. and I went to him, and you know what? He got me birth control and condoms, and thank God, because I was going to have sex regardless. But how old were you? So he, I was sixteen when I went to him. <laughs> and he fucking did that. Yeah, because he figured, which he's right, she's going to have sex regardless yeah. of whether she comes to me. I can help her not get pregnant. Yep. So thank I mean, God. You can't. You, that's what I mean. All those urges of like you know like any kind of sexual urges, and then like just wanting to go out and experiment and do a bunch of shit. If it's constantly like strict and um i don't know, try to you kind of put the kid in a box sort of yeah. like those feelings are wrong and that's that classic sort of like catholic upbringing of like you're gonna go to hell for the dirty little thoughts you think like even yeah, the thoughts yeah. like that's what i was kind of raised on it's just like there's a heaven there's a hell and even the things i think i have to go uh apologize for those things that i've thought to a priest uh because they were like you know not respecting my mom or dad or whatever and then like so you just kind of put in this like little shell and i have a lot of energy i'm a big like i'm a fucking comedian uh you know i was in bands and stuff like i have a lot of crazy wild out fucking energy that was just sort of getting like put in a little box mm -hmm. and then down in the basement not literally like in a fucking they didn't lock, <laughs> they didn't lock me in a cellar or whatever <laughs> they let me out the cage literally <laughs> but um i want to i want to go crazy about your dad yeah, 16. I mean, I had my parents. Rock on, Mr. Wolf. My parents were really open. Um, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Wolf. Mr. Wolf. So, Ow! My Ow. mom gave me a pamphlet when I was 12 called Getting to Know Your Discharge. So Sexy. That's Isn't that the hottest word Joe, of all time, you, yeah. by the way? Do you know what discharge is, Joe? Discharge. <laughs> hey, Kate, can you say discharge really sexy like? You like this discharge? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be done sexily. If a girl sexily. ever said that to me, I'd be like, please get out right now. And run when you close the door. Discharge yourself from my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I want to get into the more emotional part of this. Well, first of all, what? why do you think you were drinking so much and having so much sex? Um, at the time, I just thought it was the greatest thing of all time. But uh, I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, it's half the rebellion thing. And I don't want to just live my life as a rebellion. Like, I'm not fucking 17 anymore. And I was even doing that into my, like, mid-20s where I'm just like... <laughs> look how much I'm rocking out. <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, man, cool. I get, like, it's not, Sick, dude. yeah, there's that sort of like, you know, teen angst that I get when you're 15 or 16, which I clearly had even at like 13 or 14, but you can't, it just, that kind of life doesn't have longevity. Like, mm -hmm. and I just started looking at it. Um, like I had, you know, even uncles that just drank, like my, I just uh, had a funeral for my uncle last year who was only 48 or 49 years old, just drank and smoked unapologetically every day of his life. And not that I'm saying I'm like, you know, I can just start feeling that kind of stuff as well. But no, you're talking about the emotional. I just kind of went off on a whole. I can tell with Kate, it's just like, let's get into the emotional side of things. No, and I just try to change honestly, it to like. Jay and I, no, because Jay and I talk at, at our home. Yeah. So much about this part of it, but now you're like not going into well, it. Because there's like, like listeners and stuff, and then I gotta like. Are you be getting all nervous? Okay, ask me again, Kate. Jay, according to all of the talks we have <laughs> in the kitchen, almost every fucking day. <laughs> not almost every day, Kate. Every other fucking day. Okay. Why do you think you were drinking so much <laughs> and boning lots of chicks? Uh, it was clearly addictive. And I, um, it was running from something and not wanting to face problems or like reality head on, um, when things come around. So you just kind of like shove that stuff in the back of your mind so that you can just like party and have fun and, you know, live the life you want to live. It's kind of like a false, uh, 
like a Facebook life and a real life. You know what I mean? Like there's the mm-hmm. Facebook life where you're like, look at all the cool shit I'm doing and look yeah. at my profile picture and like, oh, I got to hang out with this person today. And then like in, you just post that. But in reality, you're just like can't get up off the couch because you're just so fucking like sad and hung over and just like, Neh. and I just feel like I have this like darkness or sadness in me that like it's hard to bring up clearly. Like I get depressed. Uh, last year I was like, cause especially moving here from Toronto was like, you know, just away from all my family and friends. And uh, I, I dipped into a solid, solid bout of depression. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I, like, would be feeling if I wasn't just, like, burying it in alcohol all the time. So there's, like, a um, just a sense of reality, I think, that I really want to, like, get back because I just kind of spent my entire life uh, with that, I don't know, false... Uh, it's really hard to feel feelings. I mean, maybe not for you, Joe... I was gonna Stable, say like Sanagato. I was gonna say because there there was also like a, a time in my life where I was drinking. I mean, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I was an alcoholic, but I was like, I was drinking a lot more than I am now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I was just like having sex with a bunch of girls. Like I had no, I had no desire to get to know anyone. It was just like, mm-hmm. when can I meet your vagina? Like that yeah. was all I went through my mind. Like, it was, was that was your no, pickup line? No, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? But it was, that's that's all that went through my mind, and I I don't know, I can't really remember if it was because of something like that where I was trying to block something out. But I remember, not specifically, but I remember like a time where I was like, like you know what, I'm just gonna like drink or I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna forget about this and like blah blah blah. And like I tried to do, go that route, but it just mm-hmm. didn't work for me. And I was just kind of like, you know, even afterwards or even at uh, at points during while you're drinking or while you're doing whatever the hell you're doing you're just kind of, i'm just kind of like like fuck like that's you know like i realize like that's still there like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna like that's yeah. this is not doing shit for me you know what i mean yeah so i mean i think that the fact that it did kind of work for you was kind of like this is how i'm gonna get rid of all this shit was, yeah you know that's just probably you know made it worse yeah you know what i mean and after a while and then but i, I don't i don't think like 29 when you're looking back and you're like Oh man, I shouldn't have done all that shit. Like I'm already 22 and I'm doing that already. But I'm like, I shouldn't have fucking done some of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a normal thing where you do, where uh, you're supposed to fuck up before and just kind of. Your past is yeah. part of you in a yeah. good way, and it it brought you. You couldn't be where you are without it. You yeah. know, like I can't look back on my divorce and my marriage that really, you know, hurt yeah. and be like, oh man, I shouldn't have stayed for that long. I shouldn't have this. I shouldn't have that. Like all of those lessons that i learned and those experiences molded you know me to what i am now Mm -hmm. so you can't ever regret that stuff not that you can't look back and be like oh maybe that wasn't the healthiest or maybe look back on someone who cheated on you and be like oh that really fucking sucked yeah um but you learn something from it maybe you don't even realize day to day Mm -hmm. how much stronger that made you or how now you like can feel out people you know, and their energy, who to stay yeah. away from. Like, so you do learn from all of your experiences. So I'm not saying it in a way where I'm like, Jay, you know, he was doing it because he was running from his feelings. Huh? Yeah. Like, but just because I started getting to know Jay once he started, not that he's like sober because you drink every now and then, but sober in the sense of you're not drinking not all the time. Not nearly enough as I like, as I... <laughs> So I witnessed as much as I enough, not nearly enough. <laughs> I drink way more. Uh, but I I'm actually, slacking. I've witnessed you getting a lot happier, actually. Well, this is natural happiness now. Like yeah. I, I guess it was just so numb for so long that now, when I really, I rarely drink anymore, and like when I do and I feel something, it's like really feeling it, and it's so different that it's like, uh, you know, 
uh, and then you got it also comes with the good and the bad too like the bad days are like it's like no don't just go because i never did like an aa or i never you know was ever called an alcoholic before or uh whatever a holic like with drugs and anything but i quit i don't even smoke weed anymore i don't do mushrooms i used to do a lot of like i never did like hard drugs much but like uh <laughs> much um but like uh <laughs> Yeah, like weed and mushrooms. I stopped doing that years ago. I stopped smoking years ago. And like now it's just the drinking thing. And I just feel that like I kind of am all or nothing where I feel like, okay, if I'm going to go for this, I'm going to go fucking hard. Or if not, then I'm just not going to drink at all because what's the point of having like two or three? Um, and then I don't know. It's just a weird a transition period that I'm in right now because I don't want to feel old. Like I feel like my, a lot of my uh personality or like persona for so long has been like just that fucking crazy dude at the party that would like swing off a chandelier or like you know get arrested or fucking go to the hospital or whatever like those stories to tell i feel like i lived my life just trying to tell just trying to the next day be like oh my god you should have seen what fucking wells did it was insane i want to be that guy and i just like even as a kid i just saw those like american pie movies and just like oh man i want to be that guy that just like yeah. jumps off the roof into the pool <clears throat> fucks this girl in a van and then like passes out and doesn't remember anything that happened like for some reason that just seemed really insanely cool to me and i did it as much as i could but now like I'm like, eh, it was a good run. But now I'm in the period where I don't want to feel old because, like, like that movie Neighbors that's out right now with, like, Seth Rogen and Zac Efron, there's, like, you know, there's, like, that's it's, – it's so classic because it's, like, the college kids and then, like, now he's older with a wife and a son. But I feel like I'm in, like, the middle ground where I'm, like, not even in my 30s yet or have, like, you know, a wife and a son and a car and a house and all that shit. But I'm also not in my, you know, early 20s college years yet. So I feel like I'm – clutching on to that time and being like oh, i don't want to let it go i just want to fucking always party and drink and love life and fucking rock out with my friends but then i also don't want to like die at 45 <laughs> so yeah. it's like trying to find a balance i guess is my uh my mo for now and like you know not saying that it was ever a terrible thing that i did but knowing that like oh wow if i keep going on that path uh it's not really going to be the most long and healthy life right well dude <laughs> the, the best thing about this whole thing is that you like realize that you know what i mean and and, and you're like you know you know exactly where you are mm -hmm. you know i mean there's a lot of people who just don't fucking realize like that they're gonna continue to just go down some certain path like that they actually don't want to go on or mm -hmm. before it's too late yeah i mean you're, you're not fucking 50 and like yeah exactly doing this shit you know what i mean you're still you're still fairly young fairly young fairly <laughs> <laughs> i'm super young so like, i'm still a little baby bitch but um <laughs> Yeah, but the, like I said, like I said, uh, you know, it's the best thing that you you realize it, and you're just kind of like, you know, now I got to work on these things and blah blah blah. Because there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of people who just don't realize that mm -hmm. they're, that you're doing that. True. Thank you. That's what me and Kate have been talking about a lot lately, and why she wanted to have me on the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this uh, transitional period. Well, it's hard. I think it's hard when you use something as a crutch. <clears throat> you know. Um, you know, when you go through a painful time or when you're just in general, like not facing certain feelings, you don't want to face certain feelings. It's really easy, not just with, you know, drinking, but with like smoking and all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be even a drug. You yeah, can everyone's got like a run away a from video vice. games, just doing that all day or whatever. So, you know, it's hard. And like, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm much healthier than I used to be, but it's really hard when I'm feeling sad to really feel it. Mm -hmm. um so i can see why people don't want to yeah 
But the problem is when you don't feel it, you're just postponing that feeling. It yeah, doesn't it hits you all at once. go away. You're just saving it for like a later date. And sometimes yeah. it works. Sometimes <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm going to take the small, like little, little baby steps at a time to feel it. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I guess like I, what I want to get across is like, you know, do whatever makes you happy, to be honest. Like if it is like video games or whatever it is that you love doing, as long as it's not like hurting anybody else or you're doing it in a way that is like becoming a, um, a crutch or a vice that you're you're doing it to hide something else. Like I'm trying to just always take a step back now and look at it and be, okay, I legitimately want to go out and have some drinks with my friends right now. That's going to be really fun. I don't want to be like, a, you know, crusty old man in my little room upstairs going like, I used to drink and have fun. You kids go out and have your, have your fun or whatever. Like I still yeah. want to go do all that shit, but like <clears throat> just want to constantly take a step back and look in on the situation and be like, Hey, am I doing this to have fun with my friends and have a good time? Or is it to like get completely blackout fucking <laughs> wasted and like, you know, not remember anything and wake up tomorrow just haggard. Cause you feel like you're punishing yourself in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like when people just like eat a lot and like just like You've you just feel like you don't deserve happiness. You feel like you're just like, I I deserve and you're just like pounding whiskey back. Like it's so fucking weird. You've lost <laughs> a lot of weight since you stopped all the drinking. Thanks. You guys can't see that out there in podcast lab. He lost about twenty pounds. Yeah. But he was also, you know, eating Almost healthier. 30, Kate. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, all right. Like, like I'm counting or anything. Your shit. Like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I should have We've weighed, been over this, Kate. I should have waited before we got here. Yeah. Um, what about tell about the all the chicks that you were having sex with? Like, would you be honest with them? How how would you approach that? Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> that'd be like the biggest nightmare of all time. I think I saw like a Facebook post about that recently, where someone was like, or it was a meme or whatever. But it was like, uh, imagine you're standing there like uh, about to give a speech and everyone in the crowd is someone is like a past lover and you have to give like a speech to everybody at the same time and then like hang out with them afterwards and talk and I'd be like I'd probably have a heart attack and die and like just <laughs> completely anxiety attack and like run away because it'd be the most awkward thing of all time but uh, no everyone's different obviously it's like I don't really see I see everyone on an individual level for sure so like some were legitimate like loves of my life and they were really great, awesome experiences. And some were just like me being like, I wanna have sex right now cause I'm a fucking young male. Uh, and uh, there's this gal and she's drunk at a bar and I'm drunk at a bar, so why the fuck not? So uh, I don't really know to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What was the question? Interesting. I was saying, were you like honest to the girls? Like, were what do you, you mean like, honest though? What, was he were, were you like, listen, like, uh, I'm any... trying to hide something. Can we <laughs> yeah. have sex? Yeah. I don't know what you mean by being honest. I think she honest. means like going up to someone and be like, hey, uh, I don't want a relationship out of this. Um, yeah, like did the girls that's know? that's such an awkward thing. Like, I don't think you, like if you're going to have, like if you're at a bar and you're clearly like, it's going to be a one night stand. You got one of them be like, things. Listen. Um... You point at her crotch. <laughs> you yeah. point at her vagina. You got one of them thingies. And I got one of these bad boys here. What do you say we uh, maybe put them together, uh, <laughs> make some make some white stuff let's mix them up uh, <laughs> make some, some white fun. stuff then I, uh, I don't call you anymore what, uh, what how do you feel about that and then right, watch right. it go oh my god you're the best you I feel ever. like when you approach someone in a bar and you start like you'll know by the conversation you have whether it's going to be a one i stand or not yeah but some of them of some with jay were friends of his right like the, it's not wasn't just a one-time thing it was often like well there's been like fuck buddies that have been the best that's like the greatest experience of all time where you're literally just like you, well, you got to know that the person is clearly up for it because then, like, 
and you and yourself you know what i mean like don't lie to yourself and say like i'm fine just being fuck buddies with this person when in the back of your mind you're just like oh my god i really wish at any moment he just says i want to be your your boyfriend like that's just lying to yourself so obviously don't give your power away to anyone else and like be fucking strong and, and even with myself and anyone else really like you know go into every relationship whether it's just like a one night stand or or a long term thing being like what do i want out of this like you know everyone's kind of not to be overly selfish like or what if what can i give that person and what can they give me because everything i think any relationship is sort of like an agreed using you know what i mean like everything is you're getting something out of this they're getting something out of this um they reciprocate yeah so but if you're hurting someone and you know you are and you just do it anyways and that's just straight up evil and that i feel bad for a lot of times where someone was like clearly into me and i was just like going along with it and being like yeah me too oh my god we have so much in common yeah. and then you have sex and then like a couple days go by and you're not really texting them or calling and you you think you're being coy and like you think you're doing it in a way that's like oh i i don't know what happened i think i you know we're just not compatible when clearly you just like fuck them and don't want to fuck them anymore yeah. uh that's douchey and i feel terrible about that but like and that's happened to me before too like it's a it's a kind of a give and take or and nowadays that would hurt me a lot because I'm trying to be more like uh, find a relationship that's meaningful and cool and stuff and not just go out and like, like Tinder, I can't get, I can't get behind Tinder. I tried a couple times, but I'm like, uh, I don't want to fucking do this thing. Tell your Tinder story. No, I just, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I just saw this girl and she was like, just a Decepticon, my friend Paget called him. I think that's a thing. I don't know if it's like what she came up with or if that's like a thing I didn't know about. Like but some, uh, let me it's intro like the, it. It's like the bad Transformers. Dece- oh, I know what Decepticons are. Oh. But I, but like as a, where a Tinder girl clearly puts pictures up from like seven years ago and like she's like oh. beautiful and like this cute little pixie on Tinder and then she shows up and she's like twice the size of her pictures Whoa. and like a, and like kind of grayish hair she had a little bit and like really i was like man every i was just like swiping through her pictures i'm like uh and i, I wanted to say like i didn't actually okay so what happened was i saw i said hey i'm in the park we we're meeting at union square and i was like i'm in the park i'm over by like all that art on the uh west side of the park and she's like okay let's see if i can find you and then i saw her before she saw me and mm-hmm. i was like oh my god and i just like bailed and i just like ran because i didn't want to just have this like hey and then just in the back i'm, I'm really terrible at faking uh, my like I'm a terrible actor when yeah, it comes yeah, to like yeah. I'm so happy right now yeah yeah and then back around I'm just like you fucking lying Decepticon like, I gotta get out of here. you Decepticon <laughs> well uh, I just and don't you gotta understand. go for a drink with them and like play nice and be like okay we had a drink I've given you my allotted amount of time for this date I can leave now bye so I just like bailed and then sent her a big text like it was a lie and I'm so fucking terrible but it was like this huge paragraph going like oh my god I'm just I, I, um, it all became so real when I knew you were coming to me and I just like started having this crazy anxiety attack and I was like shaking and I almost fainted. So I just got in a cab and, uh, I'm just having like, I'm dealing with these crazy panic attacks lately and I'm so sorry. And she was actually really cool about it. She was like, really like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you're okay and everything. And then I, but uh, here's the thing. Like, I don't understand people who either on Tinder, okay, Cupid, whatever, who post pictures of themselves that look nothing like themselves like Apparently you're setting... bad for that Paget was saying her my friend my good friend i'm gonna keep giving everyone this name <laughs> <laughs> well bill was saying uh <laughs> my friend Paget from toronto her older brother said he was on uh eHarmony and he's just like it's like uh, an epidemic it's an epidemic everyone but this also, is what i, I understand people with pictures like from people music. yeah guys or they're good pics don't post pictures that don't look like you because if the, you meet up with the people they're going to be pissed at you from the start 
Hmm. They're going to be angry. I years ago I was on OK Cupid. I guess it was like four years ago, and I met up with this dude who took like specific angles of his face. Oh yeah, you can tell where they're doing that like and, top left. But I didn't think there like was anything to look out for, right? Yeah. And then I got there, and one side of his nose had this bone jutting out of it like a chicken bone, like. <laughs> Like so abrupt. In the skin or out of the skin? Like in the skin. Did he br- recently like, break his nose and well, not deal with it? It like it. Like Owen oh. Wilson? No, more than that. Well, oh. he looks like he got punched Owen in the face Owen Wilson looks like still dateable. Like this guy, it was like this. It was I mean, fam- he's in like Hollywood movies. They're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still obviously. Still like a, a million dollar no. box office. Uh. <laughs> this guy's no, like there was just a big, like almost like a chicken bone looking thing jutting. Like, I don't know how that happened. What'd you mm. say? I didn't say anything. I just did the date, but I was pissed because I was like, dude. I would have. I was like. Just pointing right at Here's his face. my thing. Liar. <laughs> put, put a picture. Pointing right at it too. Yeah. Finger right to that thing on his nose. Yeah. Make him feel What's really that? good. Touch it. <laughs> what is this? It was just so abrupt. And I just felt like deceived. I was like, put a picture of Decepticon. it. Decepticon. Put a picture of it on the dating website. Let me decide beforehand if I'm cool with it. Maybe I'd be like, oh, maybe he'll be dope. I'll still go. But like, yeah. don't take away that choice yeah give me the choice yeah Yeah, give the choice you know but dating websites are tough because if you're not like perfect looking or whatever you know you can get your i feel like people's personalities are way more important than their looks so those tinder and those dating sites can be tough (laughs) joe's going i don't know no no i'm saying that because like i think they're equal because you have to be attracted to someone like there's people there's girls who uh their personality is great and like we get along totally fine but i'm just not physically attracted to them so mm-hmm. like we're just friends yeah of course you know what i mean but uh I and think the other way bef- around you can tell when a girl that, yeah not, if not there's a, a girl who's really like hot right or whatever but i'll like if there's a girl who's really hot like and she's just a fucking idiot like i'm not even gonna lie like i'd probably still make out with her but it's like i would never date someone who fucking you know it's not an idiot yeah or or there's times where I've been talking to a girl who's so hot, like I'm like I can't believe this girl is actually. Yeah, I know. I like, just like she's yeah. so hot, but she's so stupid, <laughs> and just like I don't say stupid, like she's so fucking stupid. No, like get <laughs> a got mad just like get a, a personality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just don't. They never had to because they're so know. hot. They've That's been given I mean. every, not given everything, but like people go up to them and guys, it's our fault too from being back in like grade seven or whatever like when you're you know 11 12 13 and girls are starting to get like hot and breasts and stuff you just do whatever <laughs> you want you do whatever stuff. you can you know breasts and curves and shit and you're like those are things i like now oh my god and you're and then they start talking to you and they're crazy hot and you just gotta like that same feeling you just had where it's just like oh my god she's talking to me she's talking to me oh my god and you just gotta like give in to everything she says oh my god i know oh my god you're so funny you're so smart yeah. you're so great oh my god so then they Take that in and process it as, oh my god, I'm funny, smart, right, and interesting. <laughs> Holy but shit! Like, nope. Just being myself. No, you're but, not. Yeah, because they never, they never anyone go like, wow, shut the fuck up. But like, the same <laughs> goes, the same goes for you know, really good looking like jockey dudes. Oh, a lot I, of I, I oh, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. my mind. Yeah, I mean, this is. I'm talking from my point of view because like I'm into girls, but I'm sure that there's guys who are like, yeah, good looking dudes who are just so. Yeah, Stupid. Thirty Rock had a great episode about that where Tina, like, uh, it was John Hamm's character. I don't know if you guys saw that one, but uh-uh. Tina Fey was like pointing that out to John Hamm because he's clearly like a fucking honk. And then that little uh, blonde girl that's in the office, and then they're just like, I don't get it. Everyone's so nice to me. Everyone's so nice, and she just snaps. And she's just like, Of course they are. They all want to get. You. <laughs> they all want you. And like, it was so funny. But it's that's what it's reminding me. Of. Yeah, I, I can't I don't stand those those types of girls, and it's such a shame. Like, I just get angry. Then I just get angry. I'm like, You have so much like going for you physically. And you, well, you can point it out to them in a nice way. You can, you no, can, you can point it out. By the way, Joe, like, how's, how's, uh, 
How's the dating situation going? I'm not dating anyone. You're not dating anyone. Same Z's. <laughs> Bros, man. I'm, I'm really open to it, though. There was a point in my life where I wasn't open to it at all. I was just kind of like, dude, I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. But now, like, I'm working a lot and, like, there's a lot going on. And I just, like, it would be nice to have that stability there to date someone. You know what Aww. I mean? Oh, yeah. All oh, the yeah. ladies, all the ladies listening, their vaginas just flinched we and go. weeped. Yeah. And weeped. they wept, wept. Wept. A single tear. <laughs> And any of you ladies One in your uh, late 20s uh, or early 30s uh, or mid 20s or early 20s or late teens. I don't if know. You are, if you are a female, if you're a female that is living. Uh, uh, late, late teens. Hit up Jay. The latest of the teens. Oh, Jay. That last year, man, I was all about them little 19-year-old oh, okay. motherfuckers. I can't with you. Little Stop it. Little and now I just can't you. keep little up because I'm a little old man where I was just like, let's go party till the sun comes up. And I'm like, oh, God. My arthritis is acting up. Uh, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> the newsroom's on. I got to get home. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. <laughs> so any any parting wisdom, Jay, for, uh, for the youngsters and when it comes to drinking and all that? How young are we that? talking here? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, five-year-olds. Tell no, I don't <laughs> oh, know. God. Let's talk. I've to been the, talking to. Five we're gonna talk to the babies now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here we go. No, um, I mean, whoever people watch this, their their age varies. Varies. So. Yeah. There are people who are probably underage that are that are listening to this, but I mean, I mean, have a lot of fun, but like, yeah, like I think I said it earlier a little bit of like you know whatever it is that you love doing, like life's fucking short. Clearly, uh, whatever makes you happy on a day-to-day basis, do it, go for it. But as long as it's not like harmful to anyone else or yourself like don't like you know and balance actively hurt i think yourself. balance is important yeah um but i think you know i think feeling your feelings is pretty important too so if you feel like you're you're doing something to run from your feelings it doesn't mean you have to quit it completely but maybe monitor it so you're still facing mm-hmm. your shit yeah. you know own up to yourself because that's the hardest thing i oh. think uh being your own uh, uh judge well that's oh, i judge myself way too much anyways whatever yeah i also <laughs> think that uh you shouldn't really try to hide your emotions or your feelings or whatever or try to run from them because like we said before, you're going to have to face them one day or yeah. another. So it's better to just, you know, face it head on and just kind of, you know, be as sad as possible. Because, I mean, <laughs> being sad sucks, but it's necessary and it's like... It's, it's a, a feeling. Good, it's a it's good a, thing, It's a though. feeling. But it's a good thing, though, because, like, if you're always trying to make yourself not sad and you're trying to delete that oh, yeah. from your life, it's just like when something actually terrible happens to you you're not even gonna know how to deal with it yeah so take your little problems work on those and be sad about them so like it 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 like kind of helps you deal with things that are like real things like that are going to happen in your life that are going to suck Mm -hmm. so it's like i've felt this feeling before maybe not as much as i am right now but you know i felt things before and it kind of helps you like deal with that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean that was i mean whenever i get sad about something i try to get at like not as sad as possible but it's like I'm just like, all right, well, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one day I'm not going to give a shit about this. True. Right now. You one know day I mean? very like, soon. Yeah. Like, like if I'm going to get over it. But, you know, that's that's kind of like my advice to people. True, it true. gets easier. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, turning on Netflix and laying in your bed when you're feeling sad. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can sink in the sadness a little bit. That doesn't mean let it like take you For down. Weeks. Yeah. But like if you're like having I a shitty couple do. days. You can <laughs> thanks, Jay. If you're, having, <laughs> if you're having a shitty couple days, you're totally entitled to lay in bed, eat ice cream, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. You know, that'll um, make you stronger. Those little, those little, like you know, constantly yeah. in your in your own head. Like, yeah, why am I feeling like this? Like, what you know, what's what's the deal? What's going on in my head? And what happened here to yeah. uh, 
you know, if you always keep yourself in check, I think like, cause you're your own best friend, to be honest, like everyone's, you got to fall asleep with the, with like yourself at the end of the night exactly. and, uh, you got to, you know, speak well of yourself. Don't like hate yourself for the little mistakes you've made along the way. Um, but learn from them and, uh, and have fun. Yeah. And it can, it can, <laughs> it can be a tough thing too. Like I, I went through like a, a very short period of, I don't want to call it depression cause I don't want to like disrespect the word depression cause there's people who suffer from, you know, serious depression, but there was something depression like symptoms that I had and I just like didn't leave my room for like a week i don't know why i don't even remember i think i was going through some certain things but i just didn't leave my room i didn't really talk to any of my friends or whatever mm -hmm. who i talked to every single day so mm -hmm. it was like really weird and i didn't want to do anything really and i barely ate and then finally i like kind of just realized i'm like this is not good like mm -hmm. i shouldn't be doing this and i kind of just forced myself to like go out and just like like i would just go to and the did park it slowly and, like, shoot break like as you go out, you force yourself. Like, I was like, yeah. I'm just going to go to the park and, like, play basketball, like, yeah. by myself. Like, I just yeah. got to do something. It's like working out or here. something. Like, you don't want to do it yeah. at the time. And, and I you didn't wanna... even want to do it. Like, I was yeah, just exactly. like, I, yeah. this is just necessary for me. And as yeah. I'm doing it, like, you feel better. Like, you feel, like, good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, and then, uh, like, it, you know, it helps that I have, like, the really do have, like, the greatest friends in the world. It's, like, 12 of them. I've known them all since, like, second grade. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, talking to them helps. And they're, like, hilarious. So it's, like, you, yeah, forget, yeah. you forget all yeah. about it. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, really force yourself to uh tell us to take that first step even if it's True. like an hour a day you yeah. know just forcing yourself to do something it'll it'll like that's what i'm trying to do mood. now like this is the first thing i've done literally like social or like like i had to work yesterday but i was going to cancel even on that but i've just been in the house for like fucking eight days just like around the house and if i go outside it's just like to get like a snack at the store and then come right back inside and it's been a nice summer it's such a fucking like beautiful weather outside yeah. but i'm just like sitting inside like i write a lot but then like when that's done i just like yeah, like just go on Netflix and you hang out like on the pick, couch. You just gotta like pick something. You're like, all right, this would be cool if I was like a happy person, and then just yeah. fucking do it. And yeah. then it's just like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, because you don't have to fake it for a second. You literally just like it's like when you yeah, you know you working out there. sometimes. You're just like, I don't want to fucking do this, and it's like so you tell yourself, I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. But then when you do, you're so happy you did. Like when it's done, you're like, man, I'm really happy that I actually went out and did this because now I like feel better and like you know, I'm you know getting in shape and stuff. Yeah, but at the time you're just like fuck this, I'm not going to do this at all. And the days go by. But yeah, like, yeah, I think that's a really good point you made. Like just forcing yourself to be like, yeah. you know, I'm just going to go outside. I'm just going to, you know, or call someone up. Because I feel like when you're in the dumps like that, like a full week of just being in the fucking dumps and yeah. you just can't get off the couch, um, you feel like you'd be a downer to anyone. You don't want to call your friends because they know you as like the happy, awesome, funny, fucking like light in their life that like now you're like i'm not a fucking light i'm a i'm like a dark cloud over everyone's day right now because i feel like shit but like you know it, it, friends understand if they're really truly awesome people and they're not just using you for like whatever reason then they'll be like yeah man cool fucking come over who cares like yeah. let's hang out let's have fun and they'll help you feel better which friends do for each other all the time <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I love calling my friend. Tina was on. I love yes. calling Tina because I feel like she gets me so well. So even if I'm having like a manic moment, someone who really gets you. Yeah. Because sometimes when I get in those moods, I just want to call someone and be like, I want to die and just be dramatic. <laughs> yeah, and someone will call you on your shit. Like, and they'll normal, just like... Not just that, but shit. Like an, if, if you call a normal, not a normal friend, but someone who doesn't get that, 
dramatic in those moments and you're just like i like if i called joe and was like joe i want to die he'd be like get your life together yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would probably if you yeah right, if I was saying like that. she's like i want to die like what happened now oh, yeah he wouldn't he just whereas yeah. like tina immediately is like girl i know like do you yeah. know what i mean like she just validates it she's there for me yeah. then we start laughing no and it's it doesn't like cure the whole thing because that obviously takes time yeah but um yeah having that friend that really does understand you and might have that similarity You've been that for me kate uh, i love you jay we live together and sometimes i'm which doesn't help as well because then i'm just in the house still like i won't even go out or like call a friend i just like literally have to walk downstairs and be like kate <laughs> i feel like shit one <laughs> time jay was having a day where he was in the depths and it the was depths. so the depths <laughs> that's what we call I'm it i'm so dramatic kate i'm but, in the depths um, in the depths <laughs> and jay depths. was like cooking in the kitchen and he just was like in the crankiest mood and i loved it he just go goes i hate feeling feelings and i was like dude I totally get it. Why would anyone <laughs> stop drinking? Yeah. I felt like I had like an eight year hangover where like finally all just hit me and I was just like, why would anyone stop this? And now I got to feel shit when it happens. It's fucking horrible. I was <laughs> loving it. Probably just in my boxers. I walk around and just my boxers and Kate walks out of her room. It doesn't matter. We're, we're so chill like that. But then. Uh, yeah. One time Jay though, in the middle of the kitchen, drops his balls out and calls it the chandelier. So <laughs> his... His butt was Classic. facing me. Yeah. He did like the squat thing. He's I like, hey, Kate, the shaft. chandelier. He held, yeah, I didn't see the peen. The but, peen. Uh, I've never heard that before. But uh, <laughs> the ball. And I was like, Trey, no balls in the kitchen. Yeah, she makes you up all these rules around in. the house. Yeah. Or you could go sideways and call it the, the grandfather clock. All right. Fucking right. Try you that learn something new clock. every day. You we might. actually, we have to wrap this up on uh, balls. Are you saying I got old balls, bro? <laughs> My you grandfather said that. balls. Uh, oh, yeah, you were Because I've been that sick lately. There. I was sick the last few days. And oh, Kate didn't laugh at this because uh, she doesn't really get it. But you know when you're like really, really sick, like you got the flu, or like, I don't have that. I swear to God, I won't get you sick or anything. <laughs> but like uh, when you're like just fucking sick yeah. and like you look down at your dick and it's like a glimpse into the future of like what it's going to look like when you're in your 80s and you know you're like really sick because your dick's like, like sick along with you. And it's just like, it's upset. <laughs> it's upset. It's just like, give <laughs> it out of voice and like, be like, it doesn't, no, doesn't want to look at you either. It's yeah. like, oh my Yeah, God. and your balls are so saggy and like, your I dick, cannot like, relate to this at all, but uh, it's so And that's how funny. I knew I was sick. I was like, oh, I looked down at my dick and then I was like, yeah, I'm really sick. I can't come into work today. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so you can tell how sick I am by looking yeah. at my dick. Yeah. Do you want to come look at my dick? You're on your phone with your boss. Like, yeah. I'm not sick. Come over here look at my fucking dick come Actually, over here and look at this when you go to the doctors he, they just look at your dick and they'll yeah. tell you what's wrong with you they'll just be like oh you have clearly that's why they get before. you to cough when they like put your their finger on it yeah, and they're like coughing like, you're like <laughs> but yeah this is definitely the flu well yeah. guys i think <laughs> it's note. i think it's time to wrap it up wrap it up wrap, wrap it up that, no, literally that literally wrap it up no, there's a lot, of, lot of shit going around right now yes. um first of all if you want to email us uh you can do that at invasion of privacy podcast at gmail.com and you can follow me at the kate wolf on twitter and you guys can follow me on twitter at joe sanagato and jay where the, can they find you oh my uh jay wells comedy at jay wells comedy uh-huh. uh on twitter <laughs> yeah uh hit me up and we'll we'll have lovely chats i promise Ooh. all right thank you guys so much for listening see ya bye bye